Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Oh, they'd be throwing jokes back and laughing like Duda does at me. The hell, you're easily amused, aren't you? Jeff Lutz. I work hard. Hey, listen, listen, just a phone call for you. In Jason Duda. For today, anyway. I'm either known as the Canadian or the sandwich guy. Question one, do you want to be Canadian? Question two, really? 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Mmm, smells like mint. Oh, I spit my gum in there. Stand by for action. Welcome back. It is a Friday edition, the Bob and Jeff Show. We've got Joanna Chadwick coming up at 325. Emily Stevens, psychologist who we need today for these two yahoos, will be with us at 340 for five questions. Jason Duda in today, the three-man booth. Some news as we uh, begin our number two. Uh, Antonio Pierce gets the job in Las Vegas. He is no longer the interim Raiders coach. He is a head coach. Perhaps we can get uh, uh, Capra to weigh in on that. I Maybe. like it. I like that move. Uh, I think it gives the Raiders... A decent chance. I like it. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I, I they, like they it. They seemed pretty motivated for him, like uh, they wanted to play for him. But a lot of talk was, you know, he's kind of de- had to delegate and, you know. So we'll see how it how What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. Oh, why, that's okay. I don't know what that means. Why, why wouldn't a head coach delegate? You know what I'm saying. He was kind of. Well, I don't know what you're saying. More of a figurehead than, than an actual guy that uh, was, was the head. Where'd you, hear, where'd you get that talk? Just It's been around. Am I wrong, dudes? I haven't heard that. Anyway, well, again, you you step into it, and then you want us to be nice. So no, don't go anyway. We're not anyway in that. We're not veering off. Tell us your source. I have my sources. You know, it's just kind of. You can't tell. You don't tell a source. So I will exactly. I will be on Jeff's side with that. Is it something you read? I've just. I'm not. You know. Anyway. <laughs> So you had uh, you had Addie Brown on as we we're about to talk a little women's basketball. Ioka Leaf, Kansas State's uh, All-American, uh, has an injured ankle that's going to keep her out for a month, which is too bad. Terrible news for K-State's women because uh, they are something, and uh, I'm so I'm sorry to sorry to have seen that. And then uh, Josh Hader, prized left-handed reliever. Uh, is headed to the 
uh, Houston Astros on a four-year deal. Uh, the Astros now have Hader and Presley at the back of their bullpen. Pretty, uh, pretty impressive. That'll play. The Astros are dangerous. They'll always be dangerous, it seems like. They've been dangerous for a long time. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Guardians... Uh, Scott Barlow. They checked their email earlier. Scott Barlow and That's Emmanuel. That's about it. Scott Barlow and Emmanuel Classe at the back end of their bullpen, which is just fine. Uh, just fine. Yeah, it's That's just, just fine. It's, it's not great. It's, it's. We'll see. Those guys both have closer experience and uh, pedigree and track record. So who's going to be the closer? Emmanuel Classe will be the closer, for unless, sure. unless they trade him, which I would advocate for at this point. But we'll see. What do you think about trading Jose Ramirez, as some have said the, the Guardians should do? They won't. They'll never do that. that, was, that is some have said, the, my sources. That is completely off the table. He signed a— say, Why not get a haul back for him uh, when, when there are a limited number of third basemen uh, that you could get, you could get a haul? Uh, do, do the, are the Guardians aware? Why would anyone ever come play for the Guardians ever again? Uh, when you're treating your, your face of the franchise like that. You, he signs a well, well, well below market deal uh, and negotiates a no-trade clause. And then year two, yeah, we'll see him, Jose. Will you, will you waive your no-trade clause for us? No. He's going to play there. Not year two. He signed that deal several years ago. No, he didn't. Well, so, sure this he did. It'll be year three, basically. No, it'll be four. No, it won't. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Well, I don't know why you look at me. I have no look idea when he signed it. You know, I get I get so tired of defending my intelligence. And well, uh, so does everyone else. Trust me. Well, I don't. I'm usually okay with it. You don't, don't mind me defending my intelligence. Well, I thought you were talking about us per, as person personally. I really never defend my personal intelligence. Well, what's there to, to defend? Well, there's not much there well, to defend. I, I, and there's I, I not worry a big about Dia listening when I say. He signed mean, it before the 2022 season, so this. I is, worry about Dia listening when I say things, so she won't care. Uh, You're well, right. she did. She cared about what Jeff said. That's true. So what I take away from that is she likes me more than Jeff. <laughs> um, so Addie Brown. What about Addie Brown? You uh, had her on the show. She was unbelievable. It was a great interview. Most, Thank you. Mostly Thank because you. of her uh, and her answers and insight. And I heard you mentioning that uh, I hope she doesn't completely What'd just. What did she do? I forgot to check. Two points. Two points. Missed all of it. Both free throws. Wow, Bob. And, wow. I, and Iowa State lost to Texas Tech. Well, I, she'll never come on this show again. Well, if I were her, I wouldn't. I mean, that, you don't think that crossed her mind? Guaranteed it did. After the game? Why would I go on with those yahoos? The whole way back, and that older guy kept saying, oh, you know what, I'll go back because if you have a good game, then it'll be because you were on the show. And so leave it up to Jeff to thinking. look at it. If she'd had 43 and 19, I do you think he'd have mentioned it? I would have told you. Do you think he would have? If she had 43 and 19, you'd have heard about it, so you would have told us. Okay, 21 and 11. Would, nah, 15 and 8. 15 and 8, no. Wouldn't have told us, would he? Probably not, because it'd be 15 and 8. Good and game, she averages 14 and 9. So Yeah, right at her averages, basically. Wouldn't have said a word, would he? Probably not. But to make me feel bad... Hey, did you see what Addie Brown did? Well, to make uh, you hey, feel bad. that's the way it goes on this show. I mean... 
We opened the show because you got the pick right last night. If you would have got it wrong, we wouldn't have opened oh, it. Oh, we'd have talked about it. Oh, heaven See, forbid. We, but we didn't even talk we about the, we really about the game that much. We just talked well, about it. I didn't see the second half. I saw the first half. Why are you having practice on a weeknight? Because we have an indoor facility I to do that. but didn't you? I've got 27 teams i got to fit in there. You know, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Tell me what you want. What would you do? I don't know. I would have started practice at 4.30 or 5. We or... got education at that time. We got a tutoring program. It's all beautiful. Now what would you do? Start practice about 4.30 or 5. So just uh, j- just interrupt the uh, education program. I don't know. Was every, was every player that was at practice also at the education program? No. That's not to say. They're two different things. Okay. So we couldn't have taken care of both of those at once. I'm asking. Here's a guy who's shown hardly any interest. That's just not true at all. And now he's going to tell me how to run. I'm asking. I'm not telling you. You just, when dude is here, you are so desperate to try to get him on your side. I don't, if he's on my side, great. No, it's a, it's a constant ploy. You think we always oh, okay, I'm going to throw this out. Maybe dude will come, come with me, come with me here. I do feel a little bit safer with Duda. Um, you should. But it's it has nothing to do with his opinion necessarily. What do you mean? Why do you feel safer with because Duda? Because I'm the voice of reason on I don't, this show. I just don't feel like you're going to absolutely crush me when he's here. Well, that's all I've done. <laughs> that's all I've done. Oh, Robert. I mean, come on. I mean, you'll take your shots, and I appreciate it. Uh, but... You know, it's a little, a little more tempered. It seems like. I don't. I I don't know. I the shockers. What do you want to say about the shockers? Not much. Did you watch the second half? I watched the first half too. Most of it. Oh, they looked very good. Quincy Ballard was outstanding in that game. He was. Uh, they played Bijan Cortez. I've been critical. Can't be. He played well last night. There's there are signs in almost every game of the Shockers being pretty good. Problem is there's signs in almost every game of them not being very good. And they can't they're the most roller coaster team that I can remember. It's they're just, all over the place. It's hard to fathom. You go up seventeen to four and you also have a fourteen oh run in the first half. That's thirty one to four. And they lost that game. That doesn't make any sense to well, me. I can't. They played a good opponent, and that crowd got them going. Uh, and Florida Atlantic made shots. If you make shots, that's a pretty big part of the game. So I don't know. I don't know where the Shockers are. They go to South Florida. You thought maybe that'd be one, but then you see South Florida coming back at Memphis. Uh, down 20 and beating the Tigers. Uh, and you saw Memphis defense. there in Wichita the other day, and you said nobody can beat them. Well, South Florida beat them. Yeah, maybe this league isn't so great. Could be. That could well be. It's unfortunate. Because you want to hang your hat on Memphis and Florida Atlantic, and maybe they'll do damage in the Penny postseason. Hardaway gets players, really good players, offensively. But he can't. He's missing the other components of being a coach. And I don't know how long Memphis can go with that. Uh, that team is so 
ultra talented, and they just don't put it together. This is true, and it doesn't make sense. Maybe he needs to delegate. Well, he has. He's tried. He's had Larry Brown on the staff. Your sources had, are telling you that. He's had Mike Miller on the staff. He's had he's Rasheed got Wallace. Rick Stansbury on his staff now. What are the What are these guys? He doing? had Mike Miller originally, and you think, well, that that's a good sign. What's What are those guys doing? What are those guys doing? Uh, because Memphis is the same thing every year. Oh my God! Look at them. So much talent. They score from anywhere. They got, and then they end up. Losing a game like they lost last night, they'll lose a couple more. Uh, they'll get to the NCAA tournament and lose to somebody that shouldn't beat them. And uh, I gotta, I gotta imagine Memphis fans are as much as they want Penny to succeed. And why is your hat pulled down like that? Because <laughs> that light's really. Well, get deal with it. We're I trying. am dealing with it. I just pulled my hat down a little bit. I mean, that's, that's the definition is, of dealing is with that it. not dealing with it. That's that's how you one deals with things. I guess like but you I, snap at me for the exact thing that I'm doing <laughs> that you're telling me I should do deal with it. I am dealing with it as much as I appreciate that. It's a ridiculous look right now. With the hat pulled down. Yes, and I'm really concerned about the way I look in your basement with the two of you guys. You never know when a photographer might show up. When's the last time you were concerned with the way you looked? Like, I really got to look good here. I got to make it. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Like, no clue. What? Well, I, th I think he's concerned with the... What are you? What are you insinuating? I'm not insinuating anything. I'm like just. If saying. I had to go somewhere, and I was really concerned about what I was wearing and what I, if I had my hair right, right yeah, the couple that I have left up there, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, I don't. That doesn't concern me at all. It never has. It doesn't appear it concerns any of us. By the way, we're all. What do you want? A, a tuxedo to do the show in? Yeah, we're I on said radio. It the same about myself. I mean, uh, I'm down in my basement. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you're not in your PJs. Exactly. If you were, I'd be fine with it. And so would I. Well, tomorrow, uh, well, Monday. You never know. By the way, comedian Dusty Slay scheduled to be here on Monday. We Watch look forward. his special yet? Have not yet. That's a weekend uh, endeavor. Didn't have time. When was I going to watch it? Uh, last night. I had practice. Oh, I had the Shockers. I had a meeting. And then I had an indoor Have you practice. watched it yet, dudes? No. You should. It's very, very funny. You know, we don't all share your life. We don't all have that. Oh, from the guy who's got to watch Yellow Jackets. i got to get under a blanket. And, uh, i got to watch 30 movies. i got to watch every show that's ever aired on television. i got to follow every musician and watch the Emmys and the Grammys. I'm asking you to watch one thing. I didn't have time last night. Yeah. And I may not watch it now. <laughs> Great. And I may cancel Dusty Slay's appearance. How, would, uh, how do you like that, dude? You go right ahead. I would yeah. be heartbroken if that happened. Let me know. Let me know what you decide. I'll be on pins and needles. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you do whatever you want. I there, feel like fella. I'm cornered right now. Oh well, why would you feel that way? I don't know. It's well, you're the only one that can answer that question. I don't know, but I'm about ready to lash out. Happy days. Let her buck. Darn right. Wait till oh, Joanna got... gets on and just lash out. <laughs> I may take it out on Joanna. Yeah, I think you should. That's, Joanna yes. Chadwick will be our guest next. We'll talk high school basketball tournaments, boys tournaments, uh, all around the state. 
an interesting result last night. Wichita East uh, with a win over campus uh, out in Dodge City. I was that's an impressive win for Curtis Witten, well, Carlin Witten, Carlin Witten, and uh, the East High Blue Aces. We'll get Joanna Sots next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFA. Joanna Chadwick joins us. Hello, Joanna. <laughs> I was really, really worried standing here wondering... My God, what is he going to ask me? <laughs> so thank you for think, saying we, that. Yeah. We think that every day, Joanna. So you're you're not alone, at least. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> it's slowly coming off the rails, but I'm, I hope to hold on for a few more years. All right. Uh, thank so you. let's 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 talk about high school basketball tournaments because uh, there are some great ones. And I was uh, most struck, I think, last night uh, by the ability of Wichita East to knock off campus out in Dodge City. Uh, Carlin Witten has done what seems to be a pretty good job at East High School. Well, I have to admit to being surprised by that win, uh, especially because uh, campus, you know, with their two-headed monster of Andrew Burton and Kaysen Thomas are so talented. Uh, they can score in bunches and <laughs> in exciting fashion. But look at what they did. Manuel Martinez had 22 points, and I believe it's Jamari Berry hit six three-pointers, and they win by one. That It's always tough to win at Dodge City anyway, but to be able to win – uh, against a very strong opponent is excellent. So props to East for that win. And then a, another result that interested me, we know what how good May South is. Wichita Southeast in the Valley Center Tournament 
kind of hung with them for a while. They lost by 10, but they gave May South a little bit of a battle. Well, and I, I have to admit to being a little bit surprised by that outcome, too. Uh, but but Southeast is an unbelievably long team, and they uh, when when Derby played them, uh, Southeast got into foul trouble. One of their big men, I think it was Granger, got into foul trouble. The DJ Brown, he looked really good out there as well. And they've got just long players who can get to the rim. Um, and Colin Laws is usually a better three point shooter. He did not shoot well against Derby at all. Um, and so I was surprised that they hung with May South. But then again. I haven't, I haven't seen Derby play well against May South in the past couple of years. Uh, so that I could be, my, you know, vision could be a little bit uh, affected by that. We had uh, Mitch Fiegel on the show uh, before the season started, and he was talking about the team had a lot of injuries. They were ranked uh, number one in the preseason in 3A. Uh, but they shouldn't be losing to Emporia, right? Am I, am I, or is Emporia well, better than I think? You would think think so, but I think that they are down quite a few players. Um, Jaden Parker, I don't think, has played. And I, I think I looked at their box last night. And if I remember right, they were playing without um, – I think they were playing without Batiste. And so uh, that means that you're down to one stud in Sebastian Heinz-Turner. And so I am on the radio, you doofuses. So tell those sorry. kids that. Tell those kids <laughs> this is part of 21st century journalism. Exactly, it is right in the moment. But no, I mean it's so. I think they're down some players. I don't know a single thing about Emporia, but you're right. I was very surprised to see that victory over Collegiate. How? When? When? I, I guess I, I've never been to any of these tournaments, so. Explain to me, you know, we have all these coaches on, we talk, and everybody is so excited to go to this mid-season tournament. doesn't matter where it is or what it is. What's the deal with everybody just being so excited? Is it just the fact that you're getting away and you're going somewhere else to play for three days? It, what, what's the huge deal about these tournaments? I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. Okay, well, let me ask you this question. How long have you been doing okay. this radio show? Well, way too long. Way too okay, long, so and after today, it might be my last day. Five years? Is that longer than five years? Yes. Okay, you need to get your butt to a tournament. I mean, I know. You just have this, to. Is, this is why Go I'm asking. Go to make Because we got, you know, we got, uh, and, and I'm. Tell, tell Joanna what you told your daughter when she asked you to, she wanted to go to Dodge City. She did, and, and you, she was and she asked super you, disappointed. Can you come and get me. I couldn't. I got to work. No, tell her what you told your dog. But also, I said you got to make a decision. You wanted she had the thing on Saturday, or go to the tournament. So I said well, I can't. I can't drive six hours and pick you up before Saturday. And she was literally upset. But also, there's parents going, driving out there Thursday, coming back to work Friday, driving back out there Friday night to watch the tournament. I think it's Those great. Those are the good parents. I think it's great. I think it's great. Okay, but it's just, so just it's just stop. something I haven't experienced. Here's the thing. You clearly are missing something 
and you know you're missing something and you just haven't done anything about it, you absolutely should have gone to pick up your daughter from Dodge City and taken her back. I understand why you didn't, but for her to experience the Dodge City tournament is also outstanding. Dodge City and Mac are my favorite tournaments, but I also love going to Halstead. It's, uh, you see teams playing a lot of times, playing teams that they don't normally play. You see people kind of out of pocket because they're staying overnight someplace. You've got fans, you've got people who are diehards who are there all the time. Uh, it is an exciting atmosphere. And just to be able to sit there and watch four games in one day is awesome. I love going no, I... four games Thursday, four Friday, four Saturday. You gotta go experience it. So what you're saying in a nutshell is just I'm a I'm a bad parent. No, what she's just saying. Totally she's saying, she's saying it out loud. No, no. Here's what she's saying. She's a mother of three. Uh, she can pick up that you're guilt ridden uh, for not going out to Dodge City. It's not hard. Uh, and that that moment in your daughter's life is now gone will never forever. be recaptured. It's gone forever. So yep. yeah, I guess you now, got one more chance. Now nah, I'm going year. home. I'll see you guys next week. You got one more I chance mean, next year, but they uh, might not be in. They might no, not be in Dodge. That's true. They won't, won't probably be won't be in Dodge. Andover. She's already she's already checked. So no, I, yeah, bad parenting. Ah well, it's not well, the first time. I guarantee it won't be the last. <laughs> well, but as somebody who has been to a bunch, as somebody who has been to a bunch of mid-season tournaments. They are fun. You know, they open a hospitality room for the media. Uh, you're, you get four games in a day. You get to uh, play three games in three days. It's just, it's a nice break, and uh, they're, they're, they're just so enjoyable. And everybody tries to run the best tournament they can uh, at every site. They're, they're all working hard to uh, make it great for fans and players and media and whomever. I mean, it's just, this is a great time of year for that. I agree with everything you, think, you said. I, you know, I, a dead... I, I agree with everything that you said, and I I think that it's my favorite time of year. I'm looking forward to going to watch my husband's team play next week in Emporia. I haven't been to the Emporia the tournament in a long Eds. time. That's right. And um, I took my son to McPherson last night just so that he could take pictures of the games, and then That's I awesome. got to enjoy watching it. Uh, I don't even understand what you're. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, now I do. I, you, you get it? It took me a second to get it. You got it? You following? <laughs> Derby McPherson tonight in McPherson, where the the uh, Bullpups are undefeated. Uh, that's a that's an intriguing game. Can can Derby go into that atmosphere in McPherson's tournament and make that game a game? I think so. I mean, the fact is, Derby struggled coming out of the gate. Um, this season, and they lost at McPherson in the opening season game by one point. Uh, if Derby plays the way they did last night against, as they did against Free State, where Caden Franklin was phenomenal, he had 12 points, 13 rebounds, and five block shots. If they can get that kind of um, output from him, I think that's a game changer because it takes the pressure off. Metzger, who scored 42 the other night, it allows the other offensive players to step up. Uh, but that's the kind of game that they're going to need to beat McPherson. McPherson looked beatable for a second last night. I mean, they were up 17-3 on Bishop Carroll, and Bishop Carroll took a 20-19 to lead. So that was a pretty impressive little run by Carroll, but then, you know, they ended up winning by 11. 
So I think it should be a very good game. All right. We appreciate it. You guys doing some after school work with your students tonight? I'm not, but the, you know, it's too cold to stand outside and talk to you guys. So they're, they've got a Dungeons and Dragons uh, group together right now in the commons. And I'm standing out here just hanging out with them. Is this in 1997? It is uh, the largest club that we have in school, the most active. Wow. Uh, yep. We'll have to dec- decipher that. Bob was in it when he was growing up, too, so he gets Bob it. was in it when he was growing up. Yeah, they had little little army guys and cards and stuff when he was doing it. it was Joanna, I'm sorry now. you had to hear that. Again, it's due so to dealing to with guilt and Jeff <laughs> just being a you-know-what. Thanks, Joanna. Bye, guys. See ya. All right. Didn't you, you start the Dungeons & Dragons Club at Derby? Now I see what's going on. <laughs> it's more clear to me. Why do you say that? Because <laughs> it's no funny. Reason. Again, you're old. No, that's not that. You're a big nerd. This is what I was going for that time. I've never been a nerd. But it's funny. No, it's not. It's not accurate. It can't be accurate. Was it funny, dudes? I don't think it was accurate, but it was funny. It can't be funny if it's not accurate. Of course it can. Really? It can't be? Whatever a nerd is, and I don't really know, but I don't think I would fit the stereotypical uh, definition of a nerd. All right, I'm going to take a picture of you in those glasses and let me see what the, the Twitterverse might have to say about it. You know what you should do is if you do that, you put prof or nerd. <laughs> and I bet you it's coming out prof. Maybe Aren't so. They the same? No. Here is Emily Stevens. Emily joining us for the first time in a little bit. She was a regular here as we talked to her about the psychological ramifications of COVID and being shut in and all that uh, we endured in those months. Hello, Emily. Hello. I'm so happy to be back. It's good to have you back for sure. Uh, So we're going to play a little intro and then we'll get going here, Max. That's our five questions. Uh, So (laughs) I'll start, Emily. Uh, What are the similarities in being on radio and being a psychologist? (laughs) Uh, Lots of people come to you with their problems. Um, I used to always joke. uh, I used to always joke in the, when I was in my studio, people would come in and they'd be like, hi, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And they'd be like, well, last night this thing happened with my significant other. I'd be like, oh, you don't actually want to talk to me. You just want me to like give you free therapy right now in the studio. Um, So uh, the similarities, I think it's just, you know, you're trying to connect with people and you're trying to give people like you guys are trying to entertain and give facts, right? Like there's things, it's a little bit different when it's therapy, when you're trying to help people navigate something, but ultimately you're there to kind of walk a journey with people. And I think that would probably be the biggest similarity is the connection. So it's been a couple years since you've been on. Uh, what have you been up to? What have you been doing with your life? Um, so I have a therapy practice here in Wichita where I see clients. I also do online coaching and I've recently gotten into business coaching for therapists, helping therapists start an online coaching business to expand their reach and expand their knowledge to other revenue streams and other ways of connecting and helping people. All right, Emily, this is, 
the staple. You're gonna ask her about Dodge City, aren't you? Five car. <laughs> Dodge City. Not no. therapy. Uh, I don't need therapy for that, and we don't have enough time. So I'm <laughs> okay. just gonna go to my go-to question because I need to know what I'm doing tonight. So, your favorite restaurant in the city, and what do you order? My favorite restaurant in the city. Um, well, since it's a Friday night, I'm going to say public um, at Brickyard, the public downtown. And tonight's the only night they do burnt ends, and I absolutely love them. It comes with this incredible blue cornbread, and so that's where I would go, and that's what I would order. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that does sound good. Yeah, they have a great mm-hmm. pork belly uh, appetizer there, too. Is that yeah. where you're headed tonight, dudes? Well, well uh, you burnt ends and pork belly, like that's... Basically right up my alley. Well, maybe you can take your daughter down there. Uh, we're <laughs> talking with God. Emily Stevens. It's an inside thing, Emily. I apologize. It's not inside. They talked about it on the show. So this is where I need therapy, I guess. <laughs> Psychologist uh, Emily Stevens joins us, formerly a radio personality here uh, at The Buzz. So what was the most fun thing about doing radio? What What did you enjoy about it? Is there anything you miss about it? Um, you know, I really enjoyed the craft of broadcasting, like actually being on the air and coming up with clever things to say or funny things to say or how to say something more concise or say it better. I really enjoyed the actual on-air process of it, um, especially when I used to work in morning shows where it was more like talk radio, like what you guys do. Um, I really enjoyed that, the craft side of it. And did you say, do I miss it or what do I miss? Because I feel like those are two you different answers. <laughs> yeah, do you um, miss it? And if you do, what what do you miss? Um, I miss aspects of it. I miss the camaraderie with other radio people. Working in a radio station is super fun. I miss some of the perks, like back in the day when you would go backstage at concerts and that kind of fun stuff. And truly, I, you know, we now have podcasting and things, so I can do broadcasting in my own way. But it's you know, a little bit different. So I wouldn't say I overall, I don't think every day I miss it, but I look back on my experience in radio very fondly. That's how I'll put that. There you go. So Emily, how much of a science is therapy by the book and how much of it is an art where you kind of put your own spin and style on it? And what is something or what are some things that make uh, a good therapist? Ooh, okay. So I would say that there's a lot of theory that goes into therapy, right? Like we're trained to help people in certain theories. So every therapist is going to gravitate towards different theories that they use more or that resonate with more, more with them as people, and therefore that's how they want to help their clients. Um, but obviously we're still people. You know, we try to be as blank of a slate as possible, but – we're still going to bring some of who we are into the therapy room. And I think what makes a good therapist is dependent on, there's lots of different good therapists. It just depends on what that person needs. Like I'm a very directive therapist. So I ask a lot of questions. I really challenge people and things like that, where some people need more of a more passive therapist that's more listening. And so they can really get a lot out. They don't necessarily want to be challenged as much in the beginning or at all ever. And so for me, what makes me a good therapist is that I really am open to whatever 
whatever journey somebody wants to walk, I'm willing to walk alongside them, no matter if that aligns with me 100% or not. Well, you've been on the show here a little bit, so you know Bob and Jeff. As a therapist, uh-huh. what advice would you give each one of them? <laughs> I, mind uh, you, can, it, I think I can answer this. Uh, one of you needs to move several states away from the other. I don't think that's true. I, I'm really going to answer this. I'm really going to answer it because I think I have a good answer. I think they both need to show their softer side more. I think they both have a bigger, softer side than they let anybody see or know about. You know I what? Some, I think I think that's a great answer. I let some people see mm-hmm. it, but Bob, nah. Come on. Here's but <laughs> but here's the thing, and that's an interesting uh, thing you just said. Of course, I have a softer side, uh, mm-hmm. but for radio purposes, I'm not sure the audience would accept that. So, what advice would you give me on how to portray? that softer side, and not leave this audience a little bit wanting? You know, I think you could show that softer side in small in small bite-sized pieces. It doesn't necessarily have to become who you are, but I do think there are times that you, and I, you know, this is, this is not therapy what's happening right now. However, <laughs> why is my head think... exploding? <laughs> I do think you could show bite sizes of that. Cause I've seen it. I've seen it. Having worked with you in the past, you're a pretty nice guy, but you act pretty tough around Jeff. So I just think sometimes you could show that. Cause I know it's there. Oh, I can't wait till next week. Who's going to be great. <laughs> Who booked Emily? <laughs> All right, you get to ask us a question now, and uh, we're going to do our best to answer it. Okay, I have been thinking about this today because I'm like, what am I going to ask? I know you guys, you know, you're talking on the radio every day, so your audience does know a lot about you. So I'm curious, what is something your audience would be surprised to know about you? Is there anything that Man, we really we, don't say on this show? We've put, we've put a lot of stuff out there. All right, I'll I'll go first. Okay. Uh, almost, I cry more now uh, based on levels of emotion than I ever mm-hmm. have. It comes out of nowhere, and it comes out of whatever can trigger it. I there's not even I can't even name a specific trigger mechanism. It just happens. It's the empathy that you're so wanting me to show, Emily, that, <laughs> yes, uh, there. that, that does exist uh, within. That's mine. Uh-huh. I guess uh, along some of the same lines, I guess, I have pretty deep feelings about things. I'm, um, I'm passionate about the things that I love, obviously. I think everybody is. I don't know if that's a surprise, but I feel things pretty deeply. I don't always wear it on my sleeve, but... Uh, sometimes I do, and and that's that's that. Yeah, I I don't know. Everything is kind of out there for me with this. I'm just glad you were on today because I think you've made a breakthrough with these two guys. <laughs> no way, literally. You're not getting made an a answer. breakthrough. Uh, and and deeper into that, uh, you got me going now. I mean, you know, we have a nonprofit, uh, League Forty Two, and we have six hundred mm-hmm. kids. So that's not a that's not a something I wear on my sleeve here on this show, but it's always with me. It's always mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost in my mind, 
and trying to make a difference for that many kids is a daunting task, but uh, with a lot of help and a lot of people who are pulling in the same direction, I think we are making a difference for a lot of kids. So uh, I certainly take great pride in that, and that's not something that I talk to a lot of people about. And it's a really cool thing that you do. Like you are making a difference in those kids' lives and you should talk more about it because it's really cool. Uh, not on this show. Because well, I've got wherever. an image to uphold, Emily. Oh, oh, oh sir, it might be changing by next week. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, it's really fun to talk with you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And we'll talk soon, okay? Thank you so much. Thanks. Emily Stevens, our guest for five questions. I'm going to get off this show and uh, go look in a mirror for an hour. (laughs) We will see you all Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks to Jason Duda, the three-man booth. We'll see you Monday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.